Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Now, Detroit is known for its Detroit-style pizza, and there's a new book coming out that takes a look at the history of Detroit-style pizza. It's called Detroit-style pizza, a Doughtown history. Karen Dibus, longtime reporter and Metro Detroit author, thank you for joining us today. What a great name for a book. I have to credit Wes Bakula from Buddies for always believing in the idea of a Doughtown book that would take a look at how pizza has affected the Motor City. And it's really true. And this particular style has taken off so much in the last decade that I thought it was worth a hard look and to take a step in time and try to recreate how this pizza came to be. And, as a matter of fact, we have Wes Pakula, Buddy's chief brand officer on the other end of the line. Wes, thanks for joining us today. Uh, It's an honor to be here. Uh, So, yeah, it's exciting to have a book out. And Karen, uh, you know, she she did her work. She put a lot of time in, and I'm just so excited and proud that someone of her caliber would be able to tell the story, because there's so many people involved and so many twists and turns, but at the end of the day, you know, Detroit gets that moniker, Detroit-style pizza, and I'm very excited about it, and I'm also excited that it all started at the Six Mile Buddies location in 1946. So, Karen, talk a little bit about how it all started. You've taken a very deep dive into the history of Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, it's exciting to see how far back the location at Six and Conant, the original Buddies, that kind of landmark for so many Metro Detroit generations came to be, because we can date it back into the 20s as being uh, maybe a little grocery store inside a home that evolves into a bar that then, in 1946, adds the now legendary pizza as an income stream for the owners, who included Gus Guerra and his wife, Anna who helped develop this food as a supplement to not only the owner's income, a little extra revenue, but just a great food for everybody to eat. And it's so unique and different as a pizza, you know, the square shape, but also the topping, you know, putting sauce on top rather than on top of the dough, really. And that crispy cheese edge changed everything forever for buddies. So did they just start doing this and experimenting with the pizza in their kitchen like it is so different i mean it's spectacular it's the best pizza around but how did they really say oh we're going to come up with this square pizza and we're going to do this in a really unique way from the family history of talking to the guerras it was something that came out of their home kitchen indeed so something that uh, anna's mom would have made from a sicilian recipe known as a scafone i'm I maybe have Wes correct me on my pronunciation, but it's this Sicilian pizza that has what I would call a red top, like a mix of tomatoes, onions, breadcrumbs, sometimes anchovies. And then you add in uh, Gus's background from San Marino, a different part of Italy, a, a little country within a country, kind of like Hamtramck within Detroit, and had his own food style. And then their knowledge of the grocery industry, I think they were able to make this pizza because it's such an economical product to make. The dough is very simple but has to be treated very lovingly. And then you have to have time and patience, and I think they did, and Buddy's has that still today. They put so much effort and love into making that pizza on a regular basis because that dough needs a lot of handling. And you have this really terrific product that soon became a real draw, not only for buddies, but for all the other owners that had come into that location and then the spinoff 
brands that came out of Buddies at Six and Conan. So 1946, long time ago, 77 years, where were they sourcing all of the product for the pizza? That's where I think the brilliance of having that grocery connection came from. Mm -hmm. They probably knew of certain sources right around the area. So maybe they were going to Eastern Market or maybe they were stopping at, you know, a local cheese shop or, you know, probably not a specific cheese shop back then, but a shop that carried the brick cheese that Buddy's uses even today. And so Gus and his subsequent owners at Buddy's, the two Jimmys, Jimmy Valenti and Jim Bonacorsi, and then after 1970, the Jacobs family, were really keyed into having the best quality ingredients and doing it the traditional way that had been set in place by the Guerras. And so you get this consistent, impressive product that has to be really lovingly made, but also has innovated over the last few decades to include a lot more toppings and a lot more fun. So I think really that that focus on fresh, wonderful ingredients has never stopped. I think that's always been a part of the Buddy story. Wes Pakula, Chief Brand Officer of Buddy's Pizza, you are a 48-year veteran of the company. Tell us a little bit about your history. Sure. So um, I started at Buddy's in uh, 1975 as a dishwasher. Uh, we lived in the area, and a lot of the people that worked there were a lot of neighborhood guys, girls. Um, so I was very familiar with it. Um, my mom had worked there in the kitchen in the early 70s, and I started there when the Jacobs family bought it. So um, I was already aware of the traditions of Buddies, sort of its iconic status even back then, because our basketball team in 1972, I think, 71, went there with the team and Everyone knew of Buddies in the area. You had that corner there where you had Buddies and Turtle Soup, and was another iconic restaurant in the area. And then, of course, every corner had a great restaurant in those days. So, but Buddies was unique in the sense that, you know, it had this pizza that it was serving at the time because it was only Buddies back then. In um, seventy, I'm sorry, in about seventy-three, it was only Buddies. But later, um, you had Shields where Louis left. But um, for the most part, Buddies kind of you know, was the only place in town. And of course, everybody that came into town would say, where's the best pizza place or where, where do we go? And Buddy's was always the go-to back then. And of course, things evolved. You know, as Karen said, there's a lot of different people that had worked at Buddy's, put their time in, worked hard, and then took a little bit of that and, and, and made it their own and, you know, evolved into the various groups that are out there now. And Karen, I think, profiles that in her book. But I think what's what's great about it is all the groups had a passion for pizza and a love of guests. I mean, I think everyone, you know, that gets in the restaurant business mm -hmm. uh, is probably yes. a little nutty. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hmm. the truth is, it's a lot of work. And again, when you make pizza, it's like making a sauce or something. There's just passion and love that goes into it. You put yourself into it, and you know. The, the, the guests out there and all the Metro Detroiters and now people around the country, they have their favorites, and that's fantastic. Um, so, I, you know, we're excited and honored. And who would have thought, you know, back then that, you know, there'd be a book about it or that, you know, you'd be a national trend and Detroit would actually finally get something. You know, they had Motown, they had the Motown sound, they had the automobile, but then now to have its own pizza category just keeps adding to you know, the city and, 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 and what it's done and what it's contributed in so many areas. And, you know, 
nowadays it's all about marketing and companies have huge marketing plans and that's how they get the word out about the brand. But if you think back then, Wes, In 1946, the way people found out about deep dish pizza, Detroit-style pizza, Buddy's Pizza, was really word of mouth. It really was. And, and, you know, Buddy's, one of the beautiful things about Buddy's because of its sort of status at the time, that they had opportunities. You know, like we were asked to serve the press corps at the 1980 uh, convention at Cobo Hall when Ronald Reagan was the candidate, and Buddy's and Stroh's were the... Uh, did the food and the drinks for the press corps, the national and international press corps. So our pizza got in front of a lot of people. And, you know, we had a lot of history, too, with, you know, bringing pizzas in for events. Like if you would have, let's say, a concert downtown, particularly some of the Motown acts, we were always asked whether to go to Fox, you know, late at night or uh, Ford Auditorium back then on the river to deliver pizza. So, you know, the stories got bigger, and a lot of Detroiters that came in, whether it was for the auto show or, or like, again, a lot of the concerts in the day would, you know, from out of state would come in. They'd make their way through buddies or baseball teams that used to come in. Every professional team that played, I think, after their games, a group of them would come to buddies late into the evening. And then you had a lot of Canadians come over. I mean, Windsor had its own share of restaurants like Tunnel Barbecue and some other places back then, Top Hat. And then they would come to Buddy. So you were getting all these different people. And then, of course, they would either write a story or phone their friends back then. <laughs> sure, right. It's really incredible. Karen Dibus, longtime reporter, Metro Detroit author, is here with us. She's written this book, Detroit-style pizza, a Doughtown history. Karen, what are some other interesting facts in this book that people might want to know about? I think they may not realize just how big Detroit-style pizza has become in what I call the three waves that started at Buddy's, expanded into Cloverleaf and East Point and Louise and Hazel Park, but then really has gone not only national but international. And so it's really, for me, a point of pride to tell Detroiters that the the phrase Detroit-style pizza is found on signs and in restaurants everywhere from Dubai to Tokyo to Australia. It's incredible how much chefs today in this kind of third or modern wave of Detroit-style pizza have adopted this style. They're really excited about it. They think it's really one of the more unique flavor profiles in the pizza world. And so it has become not only a great marketing term, but really really something that consumers love and chefs are taking to new heights. So to me, that's exciting to know that with chains like Via 313 that started with two guys who grew up in Detroit, moved to Austin, couldn't find good pizza they liked that was like Buddy's, and they opened now their own tribute to the Detroit-style pizza. And then Jeff Smokovich, who played for U of M football, moved to Denver, and he started his own tribute as well to the pizza he loved here, like Jets and Buddy's. Uh, They're called Blue Pan. So it's really exciting to me to be able to tell people that, yes, pizza makers internationally as well as, you know, pizza celebrities, guys who've been making pizza for decades and have become the best of the best, all love Detroit style. And they really respect the makers and the companies that are based here for what they've done. Now, Friday, June 23rd is National Detroit Style Pizza Day, and you will be celebrating the launch of your book. Talk a little bit about that. Because that's really how it started. It was a family in the kitchen, and it grew to this this height today. But they really understand how much each other are supporting this branding, I guess you could call it. 
but it's it's about giving this experience. It's about creating beautiful pizza and to have everybody together uh, at Buddy's at Six and Cone it where it, it all started. Like, that to me is an incredible moment. You're going to have some members of the different pizza families, as I call them, attend and give thanks that Buddy's is still going at Six and Cone it, that they've invested in that area, but also to celebrate how their family contributed to this incredible, you know, 77-year history. To me, that is not only a, a restaurant milestone, but it really celebrates what Detroiters do best, which is innovate, bring their creativity to what they do, and, of course, eat well. We love our food, and we love our Detroit-style pizza. We absolutely do. Wes Pakula, Buddy's Chief Brand Officer, can you talk a little bit about what will happen on that day, June 23rd, at all of the 22 Buddy's locations? Sure. So this is our third year of celebrating that day. We founded that day three years ago. Uh, in 19, is six, for our 60th anniversary, we had actually uh, Buddy's Pizza Week, and then we had Buddy's Pizza Day that uh, Mayor Bing had proclaimed. Um, and so that was – it all started from that. And then so that day and the last couple of years, we had a lot of different Detroit-style pizza participants around the country pick a charity of their choice and donate proceeds that day of the sales. And we have partnered with the Salvation Army, which we've been a partner with them for over 36 years for Bed and Bread, as you know, and some other different things. And yes. so we're very excited that we're able to donate back a dollar per pizza at all the locations. And the other thing, too, that I think what Karen mentioned, and I think that's one of the I mean, shining examples of community because in the old days, you know, it was a very competitive restaurant environment. In today's times, though, the young chefs, kind of made this happen is where there's more collaboration and there's more love of industry, love of, you know, the people that make everything happen. And so just getting everybody together after so many years of sort of, you know, fighting for that best pizza awards and all this kind of stuff, you know, just to be there and say, guys, we're all in it together. We're all doing stuff and we all represent Detroit. And I think, you know, with Karen writing the book and giving everybody headlines, I think it's fantastic because, you know, Buddies is sort of the birthplace, but then, you know, you don't want to, you know, put in a shadow all the other groups that made so much happen because, you know, people like Louie that worked in that kitchen for so long right. and maintained that product. So it's a celebration of not only the day, the style, but also uh, the pizza family, as Karen called it, coming together and, you know, coming to that six mile store, which is really you know, I look at it as like the Motown Museum. It's like Absolutely. it's so iconic yes. and has so many people come through there and change so many lives and shape so many lives that it's just fantastic to have it in our city. Karen Dibus, the author of Detroit Style Pizza, a Dotown History. How can people get the book? Well, it is available at your local booksellers, including places like City Bird in the Midtown area. They've been wonderful supports of this book. So your independent bookstores as well as online. So I hope everybody will enjoy the history and celebrate these restaurants and keep eating all the pizza. <laughs> Absolutely. Karen Dibus and Wes Pakula, thank you so much for your time today. It was really great to learn more about Detroit-style pizza. Thank you, Ann. Coming up next, there's a new restaurant moving into the David Whitney Building in downtown Detroit. We'll learn more about it right after this.